Kindness starts with one person, with one thought toward the other, with one simple act. It really is that simple. And the more you practice it, the more you realize how easy it is. It becomes habitual. I've noticed that when I'm repeatedly focused on trying to find random acts of kindness that I can do, that ideas start popping up more easily. It takes me a while. Sometimes I have to get really creative, but the more I do it, the more easily it comes. Kindness is one of the tools for creating beauty in our life stories. It's a fun tool for sending ripples of goodness out into the world, which at the same time make us, who are doing it, feel good. It's a win-win. They improve our sense of community, our sense of self-worth. It's just a way to delight in the little things that are beautiful and good. So, in episode 12, we did an entire episode on random acts of kindness. Go back and listen to that if you haven't heard it yet. Here we are, though, a year later. I've been inviting groups of people to get together for random acts of kindness rampages, as it was termed by one of our participants. So for today's episode, I interviewed people after their random act of kindness rampage to hear what they did and what their experience was. So here we are with some boots on the ground. It's boots on the ground recording with, you know, the background noise and all the stuff that goes along with it, the laughing. Um, Enjoy this real discussion with the people who are out here getting involved. Stay tuned for Random Act of Kindness Adventures. Stories are our lives in language. Welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. I'm Lori Lee, and I'm excited for our future together of telling stories, evaluating our own stories, and lifting ourselves and others to greater places because of our control over our stories. This podcast is about empowerment and giving you, the listener, ideas to work with in making your stories work for you. Story power serves you best when you know how to use it. Okay, so here we are, and today was Random Act of Kindness... Rampage. Rampage. Oh, I like that. Random Act of... Okay, starting again. We just went on a Random (laughs) Act of Kindness Rampage. And that was... What that looked like was six people. What we thought it was going to look like was... See, now that's a good point. What we thought it was going to look like and what it ended up looking like, two different but really interesting things, just to note the difference even. So... What it was supposed to look like was eight people meeting here so that we could talk about random acts of kindness and share some ideas and then pairing off and heading out into the great wide world to do a rampage of random acts of kindness for 45 minutes and then coming back and talking about and sharing what we did. So what actually happened was that everybody wandered in about a half hour late and there were only six of us and two people called halfway in and said, hey, where can I meet you? And they ended up with probably 15 minutes um, they're just probably showing up now, but I am with Rebecca Dow from Sun Valley and she, tell us what you did for your, for your, um, random acts of kindness. I had to break rules. What kind? Uh, traffic laws and public <laughs> library laws. Oh my gosh. I didn't break into the public library, but I was almost willing to because what I thought I was going to do was tuck money and notes into library books for random people to find in the future. Nice. But the library was closed, so instead I delivered them to windshield wipers of random cars in the parking lot of the library and also into the book drop of the library. 
which was illegal because only books were supposed to be in there. There was a sign specifically etched into metal <laughs> that said books only. You are a rule breaker. I am. And it took doing that in order to rampage my acts of kindness. Okay, so <clears throat> on my random acts of kindness, okay, this is really interesting because I took a bunch of candy bars and I took some money and I took some notes and we went down to the food truck area and I was nervous to give the candy bars out because there were all these people and families and there were great little kids. So it was a good place. It wasn't like, hey, little kid, you want some candy? I could like ask Seemed their like parents. Seemed like an appropriate place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I could ask their parents permission, but still I was nervous because I didn't know like what kind of rejection I was going to get or if they'd look at you funny or if they'd be like, no, my kid has diabetes. Why are you offering him candy? So I was scared. But that's part of what's interesting about this is that I overcame my fear and I walked up and I said, hey, do you mind if I give your kids these these candy bars. They were little sample sizes. And their faces just lit up and the kids were happy and the dad was like, what? You know, but he was super happy and super positive. And it was, for me, the cool part was just the overcoming this, the silly fear of, mm -hmm. of being afraid to and do something And recognize that you were afraid to give a kid a candy bar. Right? That's weird. Mm -hmm. But, so that... But we've been taught in our culture that we shouldn't accept candy from strangers. So if I'm a stranger trying to give candy, therefore I must be perceived as wrong or bad. Yeah. So overcame that. And I think one of the interesting things too, Rebecca and I went out together, is we were noticing from a super self-aware space of how many like expectations we had versus what really happened versus how conspicuous I felt. Yeah. And, and fears that were popping up. Like it's really just to go out and do things for people sometimes has a, I mean, there's a little bit of discomfort to it, which is mm -hmm. fascinating and even more fascinating when you overcome it. So well done. Simple, simple, but we rampaged. Okay, Nathan. Nathan is another participant here. Tell us about what you did. I only had 15 minutes to go, so I drove along, had a prayer in my heart, wondered what I could do, looked around for old people to help, didn't seem to see any, or there was one old guy, but I didn't want to approach him. And, because I figured he'd turn me down. See the so, fear thing coming up again. That's what we were doing. So interesting. Then I, well, I, I was willing to do it, but I, I figured he'd shoot me down, and I didn't want to burn up my precious 15 minutes. So I thought about going to the gas station and buying somebody gas. Oh. I figured they might turn me down, so I went to the grocery store instead, talked with the cashier, and said, can you give this money to someone who needs it or the next person? Ooh. And um, they took the money, accepted, smiled, and about seven seconds later, over the intercom, I heard code 6312. I don't know what that means because I was out the door after they said it. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm the code 6312. <laughs> See, we're, we're all we're rule so breakers. We're rule breakers mm -hmm. and we're... And we're fearful of helping other people. I love that. That's so interesting. Okay, and one of the things that I totally dig about Random Acts of Kindness is that when you go out there, you're throwing this pebble of kindness into a pond, and it sends out all kinds of ripples, like maybe code 63, whatever. <laughs> but you don't really know what happens once you throw that pebble out there. Like, we put note cards on people's cards, and some of them had money in them, and a thought, and... You know, and who knows, maybe that person needs, you know, whatever. 
the extra five bucks, or maybe it just makes them happy, or maybe they were feeling really alone. And you don't know what kind of difference that's going to make. You don't know who just got arrested because you gave some. <laughs> 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 it's part of the fun, though. So, good call, Nate. Thanks for the game. Heather and Francesca, what did you do during your 45-minute rampage? We picked up trash, and it was enjoyable. <laughs> there was actually was a lot of trash out there. Was there? There really was. Good. We were kind of shocked. More cigarette butts than anything. Did you pick up the cigarette butts? Yep, yep. Not with our bare hands, but... <laughs> Good thinking. Okay, so you did community, random acts of kindness, cleaning up the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Nicely done. Any experiences? Um... A couple times there was, there was neighbors out because we stayed in the neighborhood mostly. And I could tell they were kind of looking at us like, what are you doing in their yards? But then I think once they noticed what we were actually doing, they kind of started to wave and we we're like, oh, we're becoming popular. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Would you go do it again? Yeah, yeah. It was so fun. It was fun. I found it hard to stop because then when we came home and there was like, we're looking at the time, we're like, we have two minutes. Every trash we like, we're like, well, we can't just not get it. So then we like, we're late trying to get every trash that we saw. It was addictive. It was kind of addictive. Now you're going to be trash picker uppers for the rest of your lives. (laughs) Maybe not. (laughs) Probably we will. Heather won't. Heather won't. I'll go with you, but. (laughs) But you kind of did feel guilty. Like if you. Missed a piece of trash. It was very bizarre. <laughs> I was like, well, I can't pass it. So you picked it up. <laughs> it did. Well, you like, know what? This part of seriously that I think is the funnest part about this, like we've brought up in every single situation, mm-hmm. is the mental aspects that are involved in this, just this focus specifically outside ourselves. Like how many little fear yeah. things pop up or how many just the stories, the stories that we're generating. That is true. What it was great. Mean? Simple stuff fun for sure. Good. Glad you had fun. Thanks. We were talking about what we expected to have happen and then what actually happened. And then just analyzing it for fun, we, or I, have this concept of, oh, how is this going to affect other people? How is this going to affect other people? This could be really fun. Think of all the effects this could have on other people. When, if I just turn that around and look at myself, what kind of effect is this having on me? I'm having to get over my fear of judging the gentleman who might turn me down if I do this random act of kindness on his behalf. Or I'm going to have to get over my fear of, you know, slipping papers underneath windshield wipers because someone might yell at me. And it's serving me regardless of the effect it has beyond myself. I was reading a quote the other day that said, Acts of kindness, I wasn't talking about random, but it was just acts of kindness have a, are a double-edged sword because it actually brings happiness and contentment to the person that does it more than it does to the person that is, is done for. It's like once removed, an yeah. effect once removed. So, I mean, that's a no-lose situation. Everybody. So likes. we're actually doing this for selfish reasons. Yeah, I guess so, if it comes down to it. It's all an inside job. <laughs> Always is. Okay, so we're on our way, and Ace was just saying he's super nervous. Why? Because what if I get yelled at? I'll be like walking to their car, and they'll be like, Hey, kid, get away from my car. It's, it's actually just a note. Get away from my car. Yeah. What What are you going to be doing? I'm going to leave this note on someone's windshield. What's that? Huh? Uh, we're putting notes on people's windshields with money in them. 
Okay, so um, we have finished our acts of kindness, but um, so I dropped off my card and um, a lady immediately picked it up as soon as we walked inside the place and I was watching. That went well and we, um, we got the pizzas and dropped those off and then we dropped off the pumpkin bread to this nice old lady and I'm not sure she'll be able to eat it, but maybe she'll find a way. Um, so yeah. Day two of our random acts of kindness, and um, I'm talking with Kim and Mel because they they took two one kid. Yep. So Kim and Mel, their their team was one kid and the two of them. And what did you do? We found ourselves at Dick's in Bountiful, and Addison decided she wanted to buy a dozen hot pink roses. Pretty. So we did that, and we had already written some nice messages on about 10 note cards and put the envelopes around the cards. And on the front of the cards, we wrote, hey you, and guess what? So when the person um, was given the envelope, they were immediately thinking, what is this? Well, Addison's idea was to put them on the cars in the parking lot. So Addison put them at on the, the grocery, at store. The grocery on the cars? store, on the cars. So <laughs> instead of putting them on the windshield, she tucked them on the driver's side window. Okay, so Addison, was it scary? Kind of. Right? It's scary when you go up, but you did it anyway. Yeah. Yeah, what'd you think? It was fun. <laughs> it was fun. Huh? What did you think, Kim? I was proud of Addison because I think it took a lot of courage to approach people that don't look approachable. Um, those yeah. were the ones we wanted most of all to give the Did they roses see you? To. Did the people see you? Did the people see you, Addison? Um, sometimes they looked at me. <laughs> they saw you putting it on the cars? She got a couple uh -huh. hugs from... A couple of flower recipients, and one lady said, "Do you remember what the one lady said when you had given her a rose?" Yeah. What did she say? Um, she said, "Nobody ever gives me flowers." Oh, <laughs> awesome! You have to feel good about that, huh? Mm -hmm. Oh. She even saw somebody open up her card, and um, we as they were driving away. Right? Was that fun to see them kind of open it? And some uh, the message that we put inside was, "You are seen. You are heard. You are loved. The universe has your back." So that's what we put inside the notes and several of them. Cool. Kate Cares, what did you guys do? Hey, we went to, well, we saw a neighbor today whose basement was flooded. They turned all the water on in the city, and um, I guess one of their faucets was oh, turned yeah. on. Yeah, that's it happens happened all the before. time. <laughs> totally. I know we've all seen it happen. So, so they have little kids, and their house totally flooded. It, they had to pull off sheetrock, and they had all this water in their yeah. basement, and, and the mom has a, a baby. And so, anyway, so we ran to the store and grabbed them some food for dinner, some pizzas. So where are we, and what are we doing now? So we are at Papa Murphy's not a sponsor and uh, and we are getting pizzas for our neighbor who their house flooded which is super depressing and we wanted to help cheer them up so we're getting a pizza and also cookie dough yep and dropped them off and and they seemed pleased <laughs> so what what was the response what was the interaction was it weird so, was it awesome <laughs> they, it was cute because uh, we went to the door and and uh, the little boy saw us coming <laughs> we we the kids thought it was very awkward because I was about to pull into their driveway and they're like don't park in their driveway you can't do that <laughs> and so I pulled up in front and and so they're seeing somebody because it's the end of a dead in dead in street so they're seeing somebody coming and uh, so they open up the door and and see us coming with pizza and grab the cookie dough please oh is these guys house uh-huh Oh, their house. You guys had um, a house 
we wanted to bring you dinner. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. There's a couple of pizzas there. Asa. And here's some cookie dough. Asa has some cookie dough for you too. We're sorry your house flooded. I hope it gets dried out soon. <laughs> There's a bunch of fans in there. Right there. Do you guys need like a wind. vacuum or anything, so or are you guys good? We have, a, we have. There's a lot. They of had a surf pro come. That, okay. Yeah, and suction all up. Thank so. you. But you're welcome. Take care, okay? Okay. So the cares went with their whole family. So how many? Yeah, so there were five of us, three of our kids, and then they each uh, took a wrote a little note that said, you park like a boss, and then found a couple of cars to put those on. Um, <laughs> AJ, Andy, come tell us what happened there. So Andy was um, key in the, the parking notes, right? I guess so. So how'd that go? Um, it was good. I wrote in my note, hi, you, you parked awesome, good job, here, and then I put money in the card, and then on the outside of the card, I wrote, what's up, and then I stuck it in someone's windshield, and where did you Where did you find the excellent parkers? Uh, it was near the place where we got the pizza. It was kind of cute because um, the the kids were nervous because I was asking him, so how was that giving the, the cards out? And and um, Ace made me stop talking because he saw a lady who had his card standing behind us in line. <laughs> and she was opening the card looking at it. So <laughs> Cute. So they actually got to see people opening yeah. their stuff. How was it uh, putting the notes on people's car? It, it was stressful. It was a little bit stressful. It was kind of fun because you knew it would probably make someone's day. But it was a little bit stressful. I don't. I don't know. I hope it was. I hope they loved it as much as I did. I honestly, I've been in kind of a funk the last couple of weeks. I think I've been like doing so much for myself all the time. Like we're remodeling a house and just like I don't know. It's just like all this stuff that just feels very self-serving. And so I totally enjoyed it. I, it was exactly what I needed. So thanks for inviting us. Good. I'm so glad you <laughs> it came. It was wonderful. Um, how did any of the rest of you feel? I mean, did you enjoy doing it? I love that we made a memory because I think everyone thought it was a fundraiser, right? Because that's usually when acts of kindness are done and mm -hmm. then they would ask for a donation. So I think we made a memory, don't you think, Addison? Yeah. You'll never think of Pink Rose as the same, will you? Because yeah. we made 12 people very happy. Well, well you did because she, she was the brave one. We stood out on the side and mm -hmm. let her pick the cars and pick the people Which that she chose Which actually is to. so brave. So seriously, high five. Nice job. And one of the things that I think is so interesting about Random Acts of Kindness is just you don't know what you're going to run into. So you're really going out there and you you have to be brave to do it. And you don't know how it's going to affect you or how it's going to affect them or, or what you're going to actually end up doing. What was your experience, Mel? I think the realization that people are very suspicious of one another in today's <laughs> world. Um, I think they saw us standing there by the Dick's grocery store and we're wondering if we were trying to sell something or trying to get them to do something or and you know. isn't it fun when you're really not and you're like we're and you're not really not anything. and we don't look like <laughs> crazy people but we we got some looks um of people trying to figure out what we were about and when they would look at Addison and Addison would say this is a flower for you and they'd say for me thank you so much did you um, have anybody try to give you money <laughs> no. Huh. They did ask why quite why? a bit. Why? Why are you? Why? Ask I would why. ask that if somebody gave me a flower. I'd sure. want to know why. So one time in Ohio, we did a hug campaign, and we just made a poster that said free hugs, and we stood on the corner, and there were like four of us. It was the funniest thing, seriously, because it's just something you wouldn't do. Like, how awkward and how weird, but it turned out to be so much fun because we would, there were four of us, so it wasn't so weird, right? And it wasn't such a loner thing. And, and you, you know, we just, 
like reach out. So do you need a hug? And people at first were like, you know, they'd give you a weird look and it was no or, and very, actually the people, oftentimes the people who said no would think about it as they walked by and then they'd come back and they'd be like, okay, I want a hug. And a couple times, um, people came back for a second hug. Like, can I, can I have another one? When they came or, back for the third hug, <laughs> There's a limit to hugs here. <laughs> but it was super fun because of the reactions of the people and also how, how it just opened up connections between people, people that were just walking by each other and closing each other out. And, and all of a sudden, it was just this fun way to connect for a minute and do something positive. And it didn't take anything except a piece of poster board and a couple of people willing to have a good time and reach out. John Wesley said, Do all the good you can, by all the means you can, in all the ways you can, at all the times you can, to all the people you can, as long as ever you can. Unquote. If you're so inclined, start your own random act of kindness rampage get-together. Heck, why not? It's great for families or groups of friends. It's an option instead of hitting another movie, maybe. Love to hear what you do with this idea. Head to the website, www.loveyourstorypodcast.com, and share your thoughts and your experiences on this idea in the comment box um, right beneath this episode. And while you're there, don't forget, sign up for the 21-day challenge for making your life story better in just three weeks. Have fun out there creating your best life story. Don't miss the tools and opportunities that are available to you on the website. There's a lot there. Go check it out. We'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.